All righty. Welcome back to Chatting Diabetes on the SFP. It's uh, March 1st. My goodness, we're in the first, almost the end of the first quarter. So, well, it's the beginning of the end of the first quarter. Um, so, welcome back to those of you that are joining us again, and welcome to those of you that are first-time listeners. Uh, we're glad that you're here. Uh, we hope we have something interesting and exciting and educational and informative and all those things that uh, will interest you to come back, and if not, come back just to see if maybe it got better. So my name is Tim, and I am the program coordinator for the Special Diabetes Program for Indians on the Pueblo of San Felipe, and um, I'm joined by two lovely ladies, uh, Rochelle and Lisa. So go ahead and introduce yourselves, Lisa. Hi, my name is Lisa. I'm a registered dietitian and diabetes educator uh, for San Felipe Pueblo. So welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Rochelle. Good morning, everybody. This is Rochelle. I am the diabetes um, assistant coordinator and also a lifestyle coach. Thank you for joining us. All righty. Okay, so that's who we are. I uh, wish we could find out who you all are, but if you all want to drop us an email, uh, information's in our show description. We'd love to hear from you. So um, last week we did a mass vaccination um, in conjunction with uh, IHS, and um, we were able to uh, to vaccinate a lot of folks in in our community and, and several other communities. And so today we we got an interesting combination topic. So um, uh, the definition of a vaccine is a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and to provide immunity against one or several diseases. Uh, and so with that being said, a vaccination is the treatment with a vaccine to produce immunity against a disease. Um, and so that's really what we're doing here. We, we do it with flu shots every year and we're, we're trying to achieve a, a complete vaccination status of our population and our community to keep everybody safe from COVID-19 and the variants that are out there. Um, but we are the diabetes program and there certainly is a direct correlation between diabetes and COVID and how well you, you um, fare with, with um, treating that. Um, but to be more specific, if we change out um, the word substance uh, in the definition of vaccine and, and make that information or education, and we remove the word antibodies and make that behaviors, then diabetes education is the vaccination to prevent and manage diabetes. So we, through diabetes education, we were providing the vaccine, the, the substance, the education is the substance um, and the antibodies is the behavior. So the, the education is creating behaviors and without those, without the education to create the behaviors, you're, you're not gonna be able to manage your diabetes uh, or manage the complications or prevent the complications, much like if you don't get a vaccine um, and you are exposed to whatever it is we're trying to vaccinate you against, then your, your chances of having negative effects from one of those things are really high. And that's the same with diabetes. You know, diabetes is it's a 24-7, 365 condition. Uh, and you need to have as much information on board in your brain as possible. And that is, is the vaccination. You need to have that vaccine every day. And it's, 
It's kind of something that you need to continue to do. We need to give you boosters every week, every month, every six months, whatever. It's not a one and done. You, you don't get diagnosed and uh, you take two days of education and you know everything there is to know about diabetes. I've had diabetes 41 years and I still don't know everything there is. Every year there's something new that comes along and I went, huh, well, that's not what they used to say. Uh, but as, as we progress in our technology and our, our understanding and our research and development, uh, diabetes becomes a little less muddy, the understanding. It's still a very muddy, um, muddy condition that we don't really understand. It's been around for millennia, and uh, we, we don't really understand the complete aspect of what the condition is. What we do know is high blood sugar, elevated blood sugar uh, is dangerous to the body. Uh, it tears the body apart slowly. Uh, and some of that damage, if you've been experiencing it, is irreparable. We can't fix it. The only way we can fix it is to get rid of something. And we, we want to keep everybody's bodies whole as possible. Um, and so how do we do that? Well, we do that through education. We, we give you as much knowledge as possible because we're not with you 24-7. Um, and this, this is accountability. We, we need everybody to stand up and say, I have diabetes, I'm going to manage it. It's not going to control me. I have the resources here in the Pueblo. I have three people who are dedicated educators in the diabetes program who are willing to answer my questions, provide me with information, uh, provide programs. We, we've had some really, uh, really cool plant-based cooking programs, uh, weight loss programs in the past, uh, just general diabetes education, things that you can do to, um, to help you manage on a daily basis, uh, as well as you've got the IHS clinic with Dr. Holtz and Dr. Unziger and their staff. Uh, and they're, you know, they're more than willing to talk to you about what's going on. Um, but the only way that they can do that is if you go to your appointments uh, and, and we really need you to go to your appointments. And ideally we'd like you to go at least twice a year so that you can get checkups and have your blood work done. You can get your eyes examined or a referral at least to have your eyes examined, um, have your feet looked at, um, check on your kidneys, make sure that they're healthy. Unfortunately, a lot of the, the complications that happen with diabetes happen slowly over time and we get used to the way we feel and the way we feel may not be good, but because it's happened over a year or two years and it's a slow process, we don't feel unwell. Um, we get used to having high blood sugars and, and, you know, I, I am a victim to that at times as well. Um, if I'm not paying attention and, um, once you get your blood sugars back into control, you start realizing how much better you feel than when you said, oh, I feel fine. Um, and your retinopathy, the condition that affects your eyes and your vision, um, you can have really, really complicated retinopathy in your eyes and have 20-20 vision. Um, I myself had uh, better than 20-20 vision for a while. Um, and went to the eye doctor and they said, you have retinopathy and uh, it's really bad. So we, we need to send you to the retinologist. And uh, you know, the, the first words that he said to me was, you're going to go blind. 
my job is to prevent that from happening as long as possible. Um, and so it happens to all of us and, and it was a slow process and, and, and um, I didn't have insurance and that's, that's why it snuck up on me because those are expensive, expensive visits. Um, and I had a floater that was bothering me. Uh, and it turns out the eye that had the floater wasn't the eye that had the bad retinopathy. And they said, well, what's up with the floater? They said, you have a floater. Deal with it. Uh, we we got to take care of your other eye because if not, you're going to go blind sooner than later. Um, but my vision was fine. I didn't wear glasses. Um, I could see really well. Um, but those are things that, that sneak up on us. And if we're not being monitored, we're not talking to our physicians, talking to our educators, to our lifestyle coaches about what's going on in our lives on a daily basis or a monthly or a weekly, whatever, um, and, and letting them listen to us, listen to you, they may hear something that gives them a reason to ask something else. Um, so with that being said, you think about those of you that have a car, and you go out to get in your car and you turn the ignition and it doesn't do anything. So you get out and you go back in your house and you call your mechanic and you say, hey, I just went out to my car. It's not starting. Um, could you just leave a brochure out on the step of the shop and I'll have somebody swing by and pick it up? Um, I'm, I'm sure we can figure it out from that brochure about what's what's wrong with the vehicle. Um, and I would imagine that your mechanic would say, well, um, were your lights on? Uh, do you have gas? Uh, when's the last time you checked the oil? Uh, a, a number of questions. They, they certainly wouldn't be giving you a brochure to look at to diagnose your vehicle. Um, they would ask you questions. Uh, and that's no different than when you meet with your physician or your lifestyle coach or your nutritionist or your educator. Um, we want to talk with you. We, we want to, uh, to see what's going on and, and see how you're dealing with things. So it's really important. We, we do like giving handouts after we have a conversation with you to reinforce what we've talked about um, and give you something to look at when you go home. But a, a a handout, a brochure, a pamphlet, or whatever, that's not the answer to a question. Um, the, the answer to a question is a conversation. Uh, and we like having conversations. As, as you can tell, I like to talk. Um, and so um, with that being said, um, Lisa, talk about conversations as a nutritionist. Yes, and I like to talk to you and have a conversation. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to take this chance and plug why everybody should see a dietitian for nutrition education. Just receiving a nutrition handout without seeing a dietitian, there's no personalization. And it's probably going to leave you with more questions than answers if you just, you know, look at a, at a page. Um, eating right is often easier said than done. I think we can all 
I'll really say that. Um, and it doesn't help. We're bombarded with nutrition headlines, you know, on the TV that are confusing and questionable. And eating right is, is a challenge. Is a challenge. So, but it doesn't have to be. A registered dietitian has the knowledge and expertise to partner with you. So, you know, I'm going to be your partner to help explore how foods affect your body that supports your overall health and wellness. I may be the nutrition expert, but you are the you expert. There's not a one size fits all nutrition approach. What works for me may not work for you. What, you know, what Rochelle does might not work for what Tim does. So when you meet with me, you'll receive personalized nutrition advice to help you reach your goals. Um, I can help you with all sorts of food-related questions. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain weight? Do you want to prevent diabetes? Manage your diabetes better. Do you have food allergies? Are you going through cancer treatment or are you on dialysis, pregnant or breastfeeding? Have a picky eater at home or just want to learn more about healthy eating or need grocery shopping tips or cooking tips. I can help you with all sorts of different things. Um, so if you're interested in learning accurate nutrition information to help manage or prevent medical conditions and achieve a healthy lifestyle, Ask your doctor to, to come see me. Ask for a referral to the dietitian. I really can't, I can't wait to meet all of you guys. Right now I'm still doing everything over the phone. Someday we'll get to meet again. So I'm not only a registered dietitian, but I'm also a certified diabetes care and education specialist. So I also have knowledge and experience in diabetes prevention, prediabetes, and diabetes management. So I can help you with all, all of your nutrition questions and, and help you reach your goals. So my job is to provide the education to you. Right. And that, that was great information. Thanks, Lise. Um, so just to add on to that, you know, when, when you talk to a dietitian or to Lisa or to one of us, um, it, it's really important that we understand your, your health history. Um, because although, you know, there are general principles to nutrition and we all should be, you know, eating healthy and, and fruits and vegetables and fresh and raw and things of that nature, um, there are people that have health conditions like, well, diabetes um, and high blood pressure and kidney disease. Uh, and those things impact the way other things are managed. And a, a nutrition plan for a person that has no chronic conditions other than say being overweight, maybe wanting to lose weight or having just diabetes is, is going to be dramatically different than that person who has a, a serious uh, stage of chronic kidney disease where they're limited in their protein and their potassium and their sodium. Um, whereas a normal healthy meal plan, eating plan might be detrimental to them and to their continued good health. Um, but if we don't know that, uh, and this goes back to just giving a handout, if we don't know that, we could be doing more harm than good and we don't want that. We, we wanna do as much good as possible and keep you mm -hmm. as healthy as possible. So we really, we need you to you know have those conversations with us 
so that we can we can be your partner. You know, um, diabetes management is a team approach. Um, you are the captain. Um, it, and it hasn't always been that way. In, in the past, it's been the doctor was the captain and they controlled the ship. You are the captain. You, you ultimately decide what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Our, our goal is to hopefully come to a common ground and agree on what you're going to do so that we can help you do that. Um, but you have, you have to talk with us and, and tell us what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what you're interested in, what you're not interested in. Maybe we've got other ideas. Um, so um, please, you know, be honest with us. We're, we're more than happy to help you. Um, so with, with that again, um, Rochelle, talk about um, lifestyle coach and why it's important to have a conversation with a lifestyle coach. Well, Tim, a lot of people don't know where to begin when it comes to, um, I guess, adding, adding things to change their lifestyle, like with nutrition or exercise. Um, so they're like standing there or, or sitting there saying, well, what do I do next? I want to do this to my health. I want to, I want to improve my health, but where do I begin? How do I start? Um, what do I need to do? So there's a lot of questions at the beginning when you're wanting to make some lifestyle changes, um, with lifestyle changes with your health and your nutrition. So with, when, you're, when you're going to be talking with me, hopefully you'll be talking with me or somebody, one of us, um, what we want to kind of figure out for you or what we want you to think about is the big picture. What is it that you're wanting to change and why is it that you wanted to change? When you're finding that why, you, uh, it helps you stick to the plan a lot better. So um, just to figure out what is it and why is it that you're wanting to make the changes. So we will be sitting down or we will be talking virtually over the phone, however, about why it is you want to do what you want to do. Um, so we'll be digging in deeper to that. And then also with a lifestyle coach, um, we help you to create a realistic wellness plan. Sometimes when we are starting with a new plan or a new goal, um, we sometimes make things unrealistic. Like I want to lose 10 pounds in two weeks. You know, um, that's kind of unrealistic. So we'd be sitting down or virtual. I keep saying sitting down because I want to be conversing with people. Um, but kind of think about how you want to achieve a goal realistically. And that includes the SMART goals where you have to, you know, figure out what you're going to do specific and then um, work from there. So what the lifestyle coach also does, it is helps to empower the client um, to recognize that you have the ability to make lasting changes and not just changes that are going to be for a month or a short period of time, but changes that you can develop and add into your daily life to make it a long lasting change, to have, uh, to make you have a better health and have better well-being. So there's a, and also with, um, being a lifestyle coach, um, a lot of people need to have or want to have that guidance. Um, so I finished this step. What do I do for the next step? What do I do a step after that? So uh, being there for guidance and being a positive support. Um, and also just to have that positive connection because sometimes you want to make the change, but there's others around you who aren't being as positive for you or around you help you uh, move forward so with the positive connection so 
lifestyle coaches can add a great deal to making that nutrition change, making that um, making sure that you're staying top of your um, the things that you want to improve after you've gone to an appointment um, with your physical activity, um, with with anything like that in that way. So I've been working a lot with um, providing dietary guidance for a long while now. Um, also a personal trainer, so there are areas in that where I can help with with your lifestyle change. Um, also, I think in the past year and a half or maybe two years, I think we've been doing a lot with disease management. So helping you develop plans to stick to uh, your wellness plan, uh, goals, uh, making uh, weekly goals, uh, writing them down. And if you're not able to achieve those goals, go back and see where you went, you know, what could what you could have changed to reach those goals. And also um, just behavioral changes, working a lot with behavioral changes. So there's a lot of things that a lifestyle coach can help you tweak to becoming more healthy and um, making healthier choices and um, making plans that will work for you. And if something doesn't work, we'll go back and rework it. You know, nothing's ever uh, concrete. Life changes, plans change, and we just rework it and make it work for you. Okay, great. Uh, so, you know, the the our team here, uh, and I, I don't want to exclude Kendra because Kendra's part of our team too. She's our our physical fitness specialist um, as well. Um, so we have, you know, we have Rochelle and and Kendra who can help you with your physical fitness goals. Uh, get you um, active, um, but we we are a support team for you. You know, um, Rochelle was talking about setting goals, and if you didn't meet your goal, well, then let's reevaluate and reset a new goal or or modify that goal. But that that all comes down to support, um, and part of that support though is being honest with those people around you. You need to have support. Mm-hmm from your spouse and your children and your grandchildren and, you know, the community. Um, But if they don't know that you're embarking on a lifestyle change, they can't support you. Not that they won't, they can't. If we don't know, we can't change. Um, And so, you know, if if you have diabetes or you have, high blood pressure or, or whatever, and you, you need to do something in your lifestyle behaviors that need to change, you can't do it alone. You need to have help and you need those folks in your lives to, um, to support you and, and make sure you're, you're staying on track. And who knows, they, they may even help participate with you. Nothing wrong with trying to be healthy. Um, you know, so, you know, be honest with the people around you. Um, 10% of the United States population has diabetes. That's a lot of people, and it's, it's only getting higher. Um, and it is a worldwide, um, it is a pandemic. You know, we're all familiar with that word now. Two years ago, people really didn't know what a pandemic was. We know what a pandemic is. And diabetes is considered a pandemic. Um, and as you see, we're, we're trying to control the current pandemic that snuck up on us. Um, we can control, we can manage diabetes as well um, with this 
education vaccination uh, to to get you um, back into the mindset of of I can manage what's going on in my body. Um, the other thing to keep in mind uh, is it, the conditions that we're trying to manage, namely diabetes and weight, increased weight, you know, obesity. Um, those things didn't happen overnight. And some of these changes are going to take a while before you see any noticeable difference. But know that in the long term, you're going to see a benefit. And then once you see your blood sugars coming down because you're exercising, and when I say exercising, I don't mean going to the gym and lifting weights and running the treadmill, because you're going outside and you're walking around the block or you're walking around a field or any activity is exercise. Uh, and the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it. Um, and the more you will do as you start seeing the benefits of those things, um, adding fresh vegetables to a meal once a week or twice a week, the more you do that, you will see the benefits. Um, so know that there are no quick fixes. Quick fixes usually lead to turnaround, rebound, gain. Um, and we don't want that. We want to be able to help you uh, in all the things that you want to modify to be able to do them slowly and safely so that they're long-term uh, and can keep you as healthy as possible so that you're, you're around for a while, a long while. Uh, we want you to be around for a long while. So so please have a conversation. We're more than happy to give you something, to give you a handout, but that's a follow-up. That's something to remind you of what we talked about. Um, and, and please just talk with us. Uh, you can reach us on the phone, 771-9921, um, uh, or you can reach us uh, sfp.diabetes.nm at gmail. Dot com. We'll be more than happy to get back with you. We'll give you a ring. Um, just, just get in touch with us uh, so that we can we can help you. I'm sure Dr. Holtz and Dr. Unziger would be more than happy to hear that you reached out to the diabetes program uh, and we're helping you take control of your blood sugars. So, all righty. So that's our soapbox for today. Um, I hope you got <laughs> something out of it. Um, we're still giving flu shots. It's still flu season. We, we got another uh, 30 days to go before it's officially over. Uh, so if you have not gotten your flu shot, it's not too late. Um, please make an appointment with Dr. Holtz or Dr. Unziger or the school-based health clinic uh, or the pharmacy or go in town and, and hit one of the commercial pharmacies. Uh, they also have flu shots, but it's still very important that you get that flu shot because uh, we're going to start it all over again in August. And um, we still want you to stay healthy and hopefully uh, You've gotten your call from the IHS so that you can get in line to get your uh, COVID vaccination as well. Um, and uh, the news said that uh, Johnson & Johnson got their emergency use authorization and they are already starting to send them out. Mm -hmm. and, and that's great yeah. because that's a one and done shot. Uh, yeah. You don't have to come back. So uh, there's nothing wrong with the two shots, but the, the Johnson & Johnson shot is gonna allow us to get more people um, uh, more effectively than having to, to rely on people coming back. Mm -hmm. so take what's offered to you. Take what's offered to you, right. Don't yes. put it down because it's not the Johnson & Johnson because who yes. knows when your next opportunity may be. Take um, what's offered. Mm -hmm. We're all yeah. great. Right. 
Uh, so please, please do it. And, and again, if you have um, teenagers, we're still short on our numbers of teens that need it. Um, make sure you, you get them out to the school-based health clinic or to, uh, to the pharmacy and get your flu shot. So, all righty. So um, now it's time for our final words. And so the last, uh, the last podcast we did was titled Leader of the Plaque. And uh, I asked if anybody knew what that was in reference to. And we did have three, uh, three folks contacted us through our email and, and let us know what that reference to, what that reference was to. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you um, because it's still open. And uh, so uh, James and Joseph and Mary, uh, that, that sounds sort of biblical. Um, <laughs> don't worry we, we got your responses and we will get your um your gift out to you for playing along so we appreciate you uh, you contacting us and again if you know who leader of the plaque or what leader of the plaque refers to um just drop us a line sfp.diabetes.nm at gmail.com and uh, we'll hook you up with something nice too so Ooh, that's always nice yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Any other final words, ladies? Enjoy the good air that's outside today. I went outside earlier for a for a walk, and it's beautiful outside. Um, yes, you're in the house, you know. Go outside and get some of that nice fresh air. Yeah, nice fresh air, natural vitamin D from the sun, um, and a little exercise. Mm -hmm. That and that will make you feel better actually lift your spirits lower your blood sugar lower your yeah. blood pressure um make your muscles feel good uh, so please get out there and, and do something outside even if it's for five minutes just get out there and do something so and join our um our zumba class cheryl's zumba class we our, our guest cheryl a couple of weeks ago she talked about her zumba class we have a class tonight excellent it was a great class. She, I, I joined in great music. She, she has so much energy. Um, it was just wonderful and made, you know, exercising fun. You want to have fun while you, you do something. So, right. and it made me feel really good after the class. So. And it was free, right? Didn't cost anything. It was free. Three times a week. Workouts three times a week. Free is good. So if you want to have some more information on Cheryl's classes, uh, again, sfp.diabetes.nm at gmail.com. Uh, we'll hook you up with the link. So Cheryl just asked that we not broadcast it, but we'll hook you up with the link so that you can um, connect with her. And if you do connect with her through um, her Zoom uh, room, just make sure that you mute your, your um, microphone mm -hmm. uh, so that there's not any of these background conversations so that people can hear what Cheryl's saying and what she's doing and enjoy the music. So, mm -hmm. Alrighty, so those are the final words, and um, that means it's dad joke time. That time of the show. All right, so I was talking to my wife the other night, and out of the blue, she told me, you know, Tim, you have no sense of direction. And I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, Rochelle and I had a delayed laugh. We're like, is it over? I know. <laughs> well, you know, dad jokes you have to think about sometimes. So yeah, I, I, I didn't know what direction it came from because I don't have a good sense of direction. So for those of you that didn't get it, that was the explanation. 
And that's a true <laughs> dad joke, okay? If I have to explain it, it's a dad joke. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know where that came from. Thank you, Tim. Alrighty, ladies. So uh, we'll do this again next week. And uh, y'all be safe. And everybody uh, have a blessed week. And we'll talk to you then. Have a great week. I'll see you guys.